Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Friday Fast 15, the snack size show where we break down big topics with subject matter experts in under 15 minutes. My guest today is Ali Novak. Ollie's an account manager with the UK team here at Crossfuse, and he writes a digital transformation blog called The Digital Iceberg, where he discusses the intersection between technology and leadership. Today, he's joined me to talk about building creative and productive teams using psychology and technology. Welcome to the show, Ollie. Hi, Kim. Pleasure to be here today. So, Ali, your most recent blog addresses the major role psychological safety or comfort has in creating the optimal working environment. Can you tell us a little more about that? Yeah, of course. Um, so recently, I've been taking a much greater interest in leadership and the role that plays in the success of digital transformation initiatives. And ahead of my most recent article, I wanted to explore how leadership affects team dynamics. Um, and this led me to a 2015 study by Google where they looked into what makes a Google team effective. So if you're anything like me, you might think the perfect team consists of the perfect blend of characters, be that one leader and three followers, two extroverts and two introverts, a pragmatist, extrovert, introvert and analyst. But Google actually found that it's less about the individual characteristics and more about the, the dynamics of the group as a whole. And the most important of these dynamics was actually found to be psychological safety. So now that doesn't mean an awful lot to a lot of people. So in simple terms, it's feeling confident to be exactly who you are, acting the way that feels natural, voicing your opinion and, and sharing your ideas because ultimately it's a, it's a basic tenet of human behavior that we want to feel acknowledged, respected, uh, valued and trusted. Um, and actually our brains have evolved to subconsciously pick up the smallest signals in our environment to determine whether these feelings are met or not. And it's our survival instinct. We, we're natural naturally skeptical because the slightest threat in our environment could mean life or death. So historically that threat was physical. So is that rustling in the background a predator looming? Um, but in today's modern world it's psychological. Did my manager ignore me because I'm not performing well enough? Is my job at risk? Things like that. So what you're saying is that if I come to work every day and I'm worried about losing my job, I'm going to underperform and may ultimately lose my job. Yikes. Yeah. Well, it's basically it's, it's, it's a vicious negative cycle, right? So plain and simple, people that feel threatened by their environment go into their shelf. They, they stop taking risks. They don't speak their mind. But most importantly of all, their, their minds are preoccupied with survival um, and that saps their creativity. In fact, research shows that painful social interactions like humiliation, embarrassment or rejection actually activate the same neural networks in the brain that are activated by physical pain. So this explains why we often feel psychological pain in physical terms, such as tightening of our muscles or, or in our stomach. And essentially, this translates into the workplace. It means when our ideas are rejected, when our opinions are denied, and, and when we're excluded for who we are, 
we actually feel a pain reaction in the body and we're put on high alert ready for an imminent threat um but it's not all negative the the opposite is also true so pleasant social interactions activate reward networks in our brain so we actually feel good when we feel included and valued um so i'm i'm sure we've all felt that spike of positive energy that inspiration and, and confidence that comes from from being valued in a safe environment um the result productivity goes up quality goes up as as people take more pride in their work but most crucially of all happiness goes up um and as that reward is is felt throughout the entire body so knowing this and and knowing that leaders want their teams to be productive how can they leverage technologies like enterprise service management platforms to optimize the workplace for maximum productivity yeah so in my mind it it all boils down to being valued and included by actively expressing who you are as a person so the mundane manual tasks that pose as creativity sinks in so many people's working day are creating negative painful experiences if that persists too long then then that feeling is going to be instinctively triggered in these people just by being in their working environment so they walk in in the morning and they instinctively feel that pain almost um, if leaders can eliminate these manual tasks by adopting service management solutions it will free up capacity for their employees to express themselves um, and allows them to you know position their value through their creative innovation that they bring to the table on a on a daily basis so as i mentioned earlier the positive inspirational feeling of being valued uh, is only going to drive productivity and quality up um, as as that employee happiness increases and that's just so important um hmm. of course because we all want to be happy where we work we spend hours there absolutely um, as companies make decisions around returning to the office how can leaders use psychology and technology to create a company culture for a remote or hybrid staff yeah i think that, that that's a really interesting question so the new remote working culture has raised numerous questions do we feel more productive because we're working from our safe home environment or is is in fact the opposite true and you're bringing the stress and frustration of of work into your previously safe home environment and that means you're eliminating that safety um so i think the point here is that it it massively depends not only on the nature of your job but i think it's also very personal to the individual so i work from my bedroom that's where i'm literally sat right now um so now i don't struggle at work but let's assume i did i would be bringing those struggles into the same environment that i have to try and sleep in later tonight um now is isn't that dangerous um i think the point is the changes have been huge the way people express themselves has changed the way they feel valued in an increasingly virtual world has changed and i think this does need to be in the forefront of of leaders minds as they consider returning to the office um i think as with lots of big questions like this it's it's ultimately a question of 
communication with the workforce and and having the power to choose the environment in which they feel most safe and therefore feel most productive and and can raise that quality and, and just feel good um, on a day-to-day basis. You're right. It's it's all about empowering people to do their best work. Yeah. And so um, you've introduced us here to some really, really key things to think about, I think. Um, you've talked about the importance of the psychologically safe workplace. You've shared your ideas for the technologies that will help optimize that feeling for workers. And then you talked a little bit about company culture is changing for the remote teams. Do you have any final thoughts for us? Yeah, I think I think the importance of psychology in the workplace is so often overlooked and that as a result, it has the power to actually be a huge differentiator. So I believe that every decision, be it technological, operational or managerial, should should always stem back to the people because ultimately they are the, the underpinning factor that leads the output any, any business generates. Um, we don't necessarily need to be aiming for the, the perfect team, um, as Google put it, but I do believe we can, we can get a huge amount more value out of our digital transformation initiatives and business operations in general, actually, just by considering that human factor um, more deeply. Well, Ollie, this has been enlightening. Thank you so much for your time. My pleasure. And thank you, everyone, for joining us today. This has been the Friday Fast 15, optimizing the workplace for productivity and creativity with Ollie Novak. If you'd like to learn more about workplace optimization, visit www.crossfuse.com or email us at letstalkatcrossfuse.com. And for more snack-sized conversations, subscribe to the Friday Fast 15 on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. See you next week. <music>